El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of fucking internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own damn business. Joining me today, he is the frontman of the fantastic rock band Countless Thousands. You can hear a new song from them if you listen to this episode all the way to the end. Also, he's got a master's degree. Ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, this next guest has a master's degree in recording a whole lot of podcasts. He is the host of a show called Goods from the Woods. He's also a wonderful comedian who hosts a show called Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, Rivers Langley. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, mwah, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do have a room full of guests. Case in point, Rivers Langley from the podcast, The Goods from the Woods. Ever heard it? How's it going, Hello. Rivers? Hi, how's it going? I'm good. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Also joining us, Danger Van Gorder, the only friend at my wedding. <laughs> Yes. Hello. I, I was going to say, like, I'm I, I was going back and forth. Is he going to talk about it? Are we not going to talk about it? I felt like the mystique that we have to acknowledge your beautiful wedding. Sure. Um, but I feel like the mystique is best served if we just move on. Oh, that's that's absolutely how I live my life. I've talked about it Dope. to the podcast audience about as much as I'm going to talk about it. There it, were tears. It was great. It was great. Well, yeah, uh, lots of tears because we did a lot of fighting afterwards. There was a big brawl in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And me and Danger kicked some ass. but And I always get emotional when I win. Yeah, yeah. Winning is very emotional. I, so. I was actually there. I was dressed as a caterer. Uh, so uh, he didn't know I was there, but I was there. <laughs> Rivers yeah. thinks we had a caterer. <laughs> because there was no one there. <laughs> Come on. If there was a spy, we'd have observed. Yeah. Oh. Those people moving like Payne's glass back and forth across the street. Yeah, been, yeah. You'd have been found I, out, buddy. I was a humble fruit man. I had the fruit <laughs> cart, and I was just kind of walking by going, Well, there was a fruit cart, so that's possible. <laughs> yes. M- mango y sandia? Mango? <laughs> that was me. So we're talking today about something that is uh, very near and dear to my heart, only because I've had to fly twice during COVID. Anyone had to fly during COVID? Either of you? Nope. No, I drove uh, back to Alabama in November and uh, because my parents are both right in that this will 100 percent kill you zone. And so instead Uh, of taking it, do they accept that? Are well, they, are I mean, they on board with the science. Oh no, I mean, well, they're vaccinated now. Like they, yeah, they got vaccinated awesome. for February first, and I drove them out to like a rural hospital to get it. And I was just sitting in the 
car playing with my phone and my mom called me it was like hey someone dropped their vaccination you know someone dropped their appointment come inside and so i got my vaccination february oh, nice. 1st too so i was like hell yeah i get to go back to la uh but i uh when i was going out there i specifically was like i'm not getting on a plane so i used the opportunity to uh, see a bunch of national parks and stay in a Ooh. series of ted kaczynski unabomber-ish cabins uh where nobody was and it was awesome i loved it that does where nobody sound... but some bodies that that does yeah, sound for sure pretty great it definitely sounds better than flying with a mask, which yeah, yeah, I've had to do twice and, well, technically three times if you count layovers and whatnot. And every time it's only been like three hours each flight. And by the end of that three hours, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight someone. So I can yeah. sort of sympathize with the people we're talking about today, but also, no, I can't. Like, yeah, we're all suffering. Calm the fuck down. We're talking about unruly airline passengers, which is a goddamn epidemic in this country right now. Yeah, I, I remember seeing like the passenger shaming Twitter uh, phenomenon for a while, but mostly that was just about people putting their fucking sweaty feet up on armrests and such and it's like okay that's gross and you should be ashamed or whatever but like it has evolved where people are just everyone's unhappy and we're all stuck in a tiny place and the patriots are standing up for their rights and the right <laughs> is i get to punch you and bite this flight attendant because of snacks i don't know <laughs> what what's the closest y'all have ever come to getting in a fight on an airplane <laughs> Because I, the last time I flew, I, I was sitting next to a guy. This is pre, well, I guess it was actually not pre-COVID. It was like right when COVID was starting at the end of 2019. And there was a, an old man sitting next to me. No one was wearing a mask. It hadn't, you know, it wasn't real at that point. Uh, uh -huh. It was only real in, in China and stuff like that. But there was a guy with no mask sitting next to me coughing without covering his fucking mouth just Ugh, oh, come on oh, like and in a gross way and i'm like i'm on christmas vacation for 10 days and if i get sick i will fucking kill this guy and i literally had to like lean over to him at one point i was like bro you have to cover your mouth when you cough like i just said it like because i was just sitting there i was like and if he doesn't do it i'm gonna hit him was like, he like that's don't tread on me you nazi and no he did it i think he was just like old and stupid you know he was just one of those like you know it wasn't like he was doing it maliciously i think yeah. he's just never been in public before he probably lives in like uh, a you know see, a farm or something i was gonna say i've never had an incident on a flight where i came close to fighting and i, yeah. I never really had because especially with the the crew like they're like retail workers basically yes. or or yeah. servers and if you're mean to those people you are one yeah. of society's monsters for sure and so yeah. I, I view them like they're in the service industry you have to be nice to the service industry they're going through yeah. hell but right. i did have an incident at my gate once mm -hmm. where i sat down in just, you know, the row of seats that everyone sits in. And when I sat down, the seats moved a little bit. And this woman, this old woman, shoots me the nastiest look. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And I start fumbling around for stuff in my bag. And eventually she goes, will you sit still? No. And I was like, no. Who are you? You know, I don't care whose mom you are, even if you're mine. I'm yeah, old. She she, she's probably like a fucking kindergartner teacher or something from, yeah. you know, somewhere. And she's just like got a thing about that. Yeah. So I I did not. 
sit still at all. I think I moved a little bit you, more than usual you, in my seat. You, you got you, your wiggles out? Yeah. I was, I was going to say, you got on your head and started spinning around, breakdancing, Curtis yeah. Blow style, Ooh. did the robot. Oh, yeah. that shit. to see ATB <laughs> doing a head spin. And I love that you two are both like, oh, there's this one time that this elderly patron <laughs> of the sky was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to fight you. Well, it's just because uh, me and Rivers hate old people. No, this was sure. a barbarian. This was a, a person <laughs> who was not fit for h- human society. Wet coughing on a fucking, yeah. in a tube, elderly, in a test tube. Elderly assholes were young assholes at some point. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. I just, I, you get old enough and you forget that there are other people within range. Like my, uh, I used to live across, directly across the, the, the hall. So like uh, less than six feet away from this 90 year old man who was, bl- who's almost blind and who enjoyed his television at full volume. So he's blasting his television at my front door. And every time it had to be like, so, Mr. Benedis, can you please turn that down? I'm blind. No, I, I understand, <laughs> sir. That's not really what relevant does... to the sound. Yeah. No, he was. He was, oh yeah. He also forgot where he was once, and like I, the, the I'm the story ends with me rubbing cream on his back because he forgot he was no longer at the hospital. Because he was. <laughs> what? I was like, what do, do you think you're still at the hospital, sir? No, this I'm your neighbor. I didn't think this was how my day would end. <laughs> all right, but it's all right. Flight attendants, flight attendants. Oh, There's oh. one extra thing okay. that elevates them above retail people, and that is um, when. Uh, the last time I flew was the last time I got to, you know, uh, uh, it was like 2019 or so. So my daughter was like one or two or whatever. No, she was one. I know math. And the, the flight attendant came over and said, do you want me to hold her and, and help her sleep so you guys can rest for like 20 minutes? And we said, yes. They're, they're retail wow. employees, but there's nowhere they can go. They can't steal your kid. So you can feel safe and be like, yes, anonymous. Thank you, Cheryl. I really could use... Uh, just like a little bit of staring into the middle distance and not holding something. That sounds divine. So great. extra props. To- great. Okay. Flight yeah. attendants are great. We, we, we got that hammered out. Now let's talk about people in the sky who aren't great. And here's the thing. The first thing we're going to talk about has almost nothing to do with today's subject. <laughs> But we're fucking talking about it anyway, because this was another example of an unruly asshole in the sky. But in this case, it's Jeff Bezos. Oh, God. Oh, like everyone must know by now that this fuck stick went to space for like for like he went into, 10 what, minutes. the ionosphere? He did no, not you're, go to space. You're thinking of Richard Branson, who did not technically go all the way to space. Jeff Bezos did, because mm. space is 62 miles above sea level. Was he Be- weightless? Bezos went above that, and I Was don't Was he think. weightless? Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, why didn't I think you so. watch it if you're so interested in how, because how much care. frolics Jeff because Bezos had in he, space? Yeah. Just all of that public money getting blown up so one, so the richest shithead can enjoy a fun hobby and be like, I just want to thank all of the Amazon employees and patrons for paying my way to the, the best summer vacation ever. Well, that's the, you. that's the whole point of why we're talking about this danger. <laughs> this isn't a Jeff Bezos space appreciation moment. Uh, yeah, yeah. After he held a press conference where he was wearing a fucking cowboy hat. He said, uh, I also want to thank every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this. And it's like, yeah, we know, yeah. but you don't uh-huh. say that. You don't fucking say it, you yeah. asshole. 
I, you know, there's part of me that appreciates the fact that he has just gone full supervillain. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, everyone already hates you. Like, I, I seriously, like, I've, uh, like, I've, I'm quite fascinated by the space race just in general, you know, of the, of the 50s and 60s. And I, I really don't think there was a time in which, even at the height of the Cold War, in the middle of the space race, where, Americans were actively rooting for Russian rockets to explode. You know, like we all at least had that bit of shared humanity. Like, okay, well, at least the scientists from our country and the scientists from their country can kind of come together and in the name of common shared humanity can explore space. This is the first time, as far as I know, where people were just actively like, I hope your fucking rocket explodes. Into, like, it's, yeah. I think that's the only time. Like, the yeah. Russians were bummed as the, about the Challenger as we were, you know? And then this motherfucker, everyone's like, no, fuck you, die. Yeah. The world where Chris McAuliffe doesn't make it and then fucking... Bezos does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that just seems I mean, look, I know I I've heard this before but life isn't fair and I I don't care no. for, but uh, but I do love the 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 cowboy hat supervillain turn. It's like and Alexander wept for there ner- there were no more subtlety and metaphors to conquer. Yeah. Well, cuz he's kind of been, you know, Bezos sort of you know, he's he's weird cuz he's a guy that gets photographed a lot, but like he doesn't talk that much, you know? So this was really yeah. our first opportunity to just, like, see him in public and to go out there with a fucking cowboy hat and thank all the customers of Amazon for paying for his stupid space thing when he could, with one, you know, fell swoop of the pen, pretty much eliminate homelessness in the United States, hunger worldwide, like, all that shit. And for him to be like, no, thank you for my little fun five he was only in space for five minutes five yeah minutes. real quick to, to river's point though of like oh jeff bezos could make homelessness go away it's not his job it's the government's job to tax his ass yeah, of enough course, that we of have course. the resources that the government and the public can end homelessness because i don't want him to end homelessness and be like guys we did it no sorry yeah i did it uh using profits from my thing like no nah, man we're not going to cleanse your reputation and he did he came out and he was like Here's like fifty million dollars. Just my pocket change. I found this in my belly button. Go feed some people with it. Uh, you know, because everybody was like, "No, we get the metaphor, and you suck." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and like, no, like, we're, let's not wash your reputation, man. Like, you're still a drain on society. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I'm suggesting, you know hanging him up by the ankles and hitting him like a pinata until the money comes out. I would like to do it that way. Yeah. I love a pinata. <laughs> Adam can attest to this. I love a pinata. There were, there was what a burns pin- me is like, I just, I just got my, my, look, I don't want to, I don't want to gloat here guys, but I just got a master's degree. Hell yeah. <laughs> just got dude. a master's degree. And my big, my big closing project was on pandemic profiteers. And so like, it was my team working on uh, private equity and how they've completely taken advantage of uh, the pandemic. And then the other the other half of the team was Amazon and how they took advantage of the pandemic. So we had this beautiful, very long report just about all the abuses of the Amazon Corporation. And then the the week I turn it in, um, directly across the, uh, the feeder street that I used to get onto the freeway, they're opening a goddamn Amazon distribution center in Glendale. And I'm Jesus. furious. They put the sign up that week I'm like, <laughs> oh my god you suck jeff oh bezos trolled the shit out of you so yeah jeff bezos <laughs> fucking sucks uh but that's really beside the point of what we're talking about today i just wanted yeah. to get it on wax oh that... yeah and, and the rocket looked like a dick too which is yeah. also a hilarious <laughs> troll like it's the super villain thing like look at yeah. how yeah. shitty i am but but fuck i don't we've talked about jeff bezos yeah enough. yeah yeah okay so let's talk about unruly airline passengers 
because like this really is an epidemic right now. So far in 2021, the FAA has logged 3,509 unruly passenger reports, with the majority, 2,605, related to noncompliance with federal mask mandates. Mm. This includes 85 reported physical assaults against TSA officers. That's crazy. It's it's mostly, (laughs) like it says, mostly because of the masks. How many people could fit on an airplane? Like... 150 something uh, like that 200 big, yeah big ones yeah that's like a couple that's like 15, 15 to 20 planes full of assholes total that's like everything you know that's like all of the planes that leave des moines iowa at any given time are and all then full you of dicks that, like every <laughs> asshole isn't an asshole all the time so there's plenty of people who are deciding to cooperate in the moment of being on the plane who then, you know, uh, uh, trot out their rights in somebody else's face and at somebody else's risk and their own risk uh, as soon as they land. That's, yeah, that, it's just, worth, fucking... just worth throwing that out there. Over, oh, you said three thousand incidents. Yes, three thousand so far in twenty twenty one. It does make me wonder how many flights there have been in twenty twenty one in America. Are these? Um, and I, I feel like I, I saw. A hint of this, but these are geographically concentrated towards the American Southeast. Yeah, is, is to that, some extent. That... I feel like people are kind of playing up that aspect of it. But Gizmodo said Texas and Florida. And it's like, that's a fun narrative, but yeah, they we didn't... have some sillies out here in California, too. Yeah, they didn't. Like that's a That was a citation needed moment mm. in that Gizmodo article. But, yeah, what, what I noticed is that a lot of them are happening happening on, like, Allegiant and Frontier Airlines. And it's like, oh, I wonder what that's about. What is that? About? Oh, I don't like know if you've ever spirit. Those are the like buses spirit. of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, like, meant to shuttle tourists to and from Las Vegas and shit or like yeah. that. Or get people to the, uh, to the in- capital insurrection back. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> So Check yeah, that uptick and see. Let's see how many of those three thousand occurred on January fifth and January seventh. So as a result of all this, the FAA has started levying huge fines against people who act up on planes. Case in point: two passengers in Indianapolis were charged a total of twenty eight thousand five hundred dollars oh. for failure to comply with FAA rules. And in this case, all they were doing was playing loud, obscene music on their phones with no headphones and refusing to wear their masks during the flight. Okay. Can we please get the FAA FAA to oversee subways? Uh, I would like everyone (laughs) playing music on their phone without headphones. Fine. $28,000. Oh, I I was on a bus in Seattle over the weekend and a guy was listening to a gangstar album on his phone loud as shit. It was loud enough that it felt aggressive. Uh, like if you turned around and even looked, you might get punched. So I just enjoyed that it was, you know, good '90s rap as opposed sure. to trash. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so often where I'm, I'm on the brink of just handing them my headphones. I'm like, if you will just take these, please. So they asked this woman to stop playing music on her phone and to put on her fucking mask, and she refuses. At which point. The plane turns around and goes back to the gate, much to the joy of everyone on the plane, I'm sure. Oh, my God. And when the captain informed the women that they were being removed from the flight, one of them started arguing again and then punched the woman 
in the seat in front of her, in the back of her head, that what? woman was holding a baby at the time. Oh. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? And here's my question. Is any of that a crime? Why is she getting fined for it? Yeah, I know the dude. All right. Because you hear loud music, no mask, and five-figure fine. That's like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know. But then it's like you throw in actual assault and, like, endangerment of an infant. And then it's like, why is it just a fine? Why is it that they – there's a – there's a line in a, in Final Fantasy Taxes. Or, oh my God, Final Fantasy Tactics. If uh, <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy yeah. Taxes is my favorite in the series, you're not. I'm gonna charge you to use that big ass sword, sir. <laughs> right. Summon W two. Um, you cannot yeah, write uh, off those crystals. That joke is for my cousin Brian. I love you, buddy. Uh, no, it's like if the penalty for a crime is a fee, then the crime is only for the lower classes. But also, 20 AGs for punching in the back of the head. Um, like, they're never going to Like, those women aren't going to pay it. That's, like, that's like a year and a half worth of work for some people. Probably not. And, yeah, so, the, the thing about them, for one thing, the, it doesn't say in the article whether they were charged or arrested. Because the thing that, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but the, the FAA and TSA don't have a lot of authority when it comes to charging people with crimes. But in a lot of cases, the police will meet these people at the gate and yeah. then take it from there. So it becomes a criminal matter at that point. Yes. Yes. Okay. What's well, yeah, Cops enforce the, the laws. The, I'm sure the pilot calls the cops. Like, yo, yeah, someone okay. just punched a woman with a baby, and it's like, well, I guess we have to do something. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they push her off the plane and are like, well, our hands are clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. The article seemed to be complaining that there was not as much of a, a of a, a legal reaction as much as there were just fees being levied. Well, that wait, have you read the notes? We're going to get to all of that at the I, end. I read. I read. I but read. like they, the FA, the TSA can't. What do you want them to do? They can't arrest people. They're not. They don't have that authority. Hmm. So, what do you mean? Hmm. I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Thank you. They Look, can't, the like, last they time can't I thought about the TSA it. is at the end of Get Out. It's like, oh, he saved it. Hooray! Sorry, yeah, they, spoiler alert for 2017's Get Out. Um, yeah, the, they don't. They don't. The the TSA and the F, FAA don't do that. So the only thing they can do is kick people off planes and hand out fines. But what fines? Good lord! Like twenty. Again, like twenty thousand dollars is a fortune. Well, it's $28,000 between them. Okay, so it's 14 a person. And here's the thing. Don't punch a woman holding a baby in the back of the head if you don't want a goddamn fine. I I have a throw pillow embroidered with that. Yeah, and and for some reason they find the baby, too. Yeah. It was weird. I don't know why (laughs) they did that. But (laughs) that's that's standard. There was also a passenger on a Frontier Airlines flight from Nashville to Orlando who was fined $21,500 for one, drinking alcohol that he snuck onto the plane. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, though. Who among us hasn't thought about doing that? And then uh, striking the person in the seat next to him in the head when a flight attendant attendant asked him to stop drinking. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't have any of this. Let me turn away from you and strike this man. Yeah, there's a like, lot of head punches in this episode. I, 
I I'm not like a, a big time drinker. Can you not buy alcohol at the duty free shop and just take it on the plane and drink it? You can't. No, they, no. I think they no. give it to you at the end of the flight. Oh, okay. All right. I, this yeah. is new to me. And no, right, I was it's like, a, it's like a consolation <laughs> prize. I guess. Sorry, you flew with the Spirit or Legion or whatever. Hey, right, uh, okay. right now, unless you're uh, doing all right enough to fly first class, you can't even drink on most planes. They don't. Uh, you got to sneak. Even... You got to sneak it in in your t- in your tummy. Yeah, because you <laughs> yeah. used to be able to at least buy alcohol if you were sitting in coach, but no yeah. no longer. But if you're in first class, you still get free alcohol. Huh. Okay. Which, uh, well, the, you know, it's because the rich, they are our betters. They can behave themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, us, you rich. know, they might have a, a Titanic style Irish folk dance breakout if everybody <laughs> in coach starts drinking, you know, and God knows what <laughs> Kate Winslet will do if she sees the working classes dancing. There's shanties. So another example, a passenger on a Frontier Airlines flight from St. Louis to Las Vegas was fined $17,000 for repeatedly refusing to wear his mask, turn off his cell phone, or stay in his seat. And by stay in his seat, what they mean is as they were landing, the, the moment everyone on the plane is most adamant that you must stay seated, he undid his seatbelt, got up, and moved to a seat closer to the front of the plane. And when they were like, dude, you can't, you got to sit down. He was like, fuck you. I do what I want. Jerk behavior, jerk behavior, jerk behavior. And then strategic behavior. Yeah. Yeah. That moving (laughs) to the front of the plane. Yeah. That's that's a trick I'm sure we've all wanted to pull. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, I, I fly spirit. But the reason I fly Spirit is I pay 50 bucks to get what they call the big seat, which is just Uh, this big seat at the beginning. And they don't give you shit. uh, But if you bring your own iPad, it's fine. And then you just sit in the big seat and then you can get off the plane first. And I have on more than one occasion been on the plane with uh, people that I am almost certain play for the Rams or something like just the biggest men you've ever seen. And I'm yeah. just like, this guy's got to be a football player. It's like, they dress like it, but they're in the, the quote unquote first class section of spirit. So yeah, I'm you know. a huge advocate for spirit airlines, especially yeah. if, if you can travel with just one bag, spirit is the only way to fly. It's so cheap where they get yeah, I'm you surprised. <laughs> is they, they charge you a lot. If you have to bring bags, which, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you can travel with just one bag, whoo, you can yeah. that, that big front seat upgrading to that is going to take your flight from like $39 to $89. Yep, yep. And Lovely. if you win a and if you win the knife fight with Big Jimmy uh, at the end of the <laughs> flight, then it's free. Yeah, you take Jimmy's spirit with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, one last incident, a leveling uh, up on Final Fantasy Airlines. A man on a flight from Seattle to Alaska was fined $10,500 after he, won, called 911 while the flight was taxiing and said that the plane was being hijacked. Um, And then after they deplane everyone and evacuate the plane, thus confirming there is no hijacking afoot, he called the FBI and said there was a bomb on the plane. (laughs) Did he just not want to fly? This happened to me on a train from L.A. to Albuquerque, which in and of itself is a 13-hour trip. And we leave from L.A. We get to fucking Tustin, I believe. Mm -hmm. Orange County. And we stop because someone has called in a bomb threat. (laughs) And so we all have to... Don't they want to get where they're going? (laughs) 
I I heard rumblings that it was like a boyfriend trying to stop his girlfriend from oh, going somewhere. So oh, romantic! Oh, so it, it was yeah. like oh, somebody it's a grand gestures like a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a meet cute. Oh, oh man! So, but so here's like, the so, thing. Here's the thing. Because he can't <laughs> run to the gate anymore and be like, "Wait!" But there's more. There's more. There's more. We so we we all have to evacuate the train while mm-hmm. the police search the train. We all get back on two fucking stops later. I believe Sam Bernardino. It happens again. Oh. Someone called in another fucking bomb threat. Different person. I don't think so. I think oh, it was boy. the same right. person. That makes more sense. And this time they were like, everyone stay on the train. We're just going to send dogs through to sniff for bombs. And here's the thing. One of the beauties of traveling by train is that you can take all the drugs you want with you because Mm -hmm. they don't check anything. You could take Mm -hmm. a cache of weapons, whatever you want, until they bring sniffing dogs on the train. And I had a huge jar of weed in my bag. (laughs) Jar. And I could smell it from where I was sitting. And yeah, so this, that's rude. This dog comes running past and he's there to look for bombs, but he gets to my seat and just like stops really quick and looks over and keeps running. <laughs> like, oh, I used you, to be a drug dog. You're a good puppy. <laughs> Thank that you, is, puppy. That is a good boy. All right. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. And we're back. So we've already talked about some crazy airline incidents. Now let's talk about some really crazy airline incidents, like one that happened earlier this month where a passenger had to be duct taped to her seat after biting a flight attendant. And here's the thing. I know this flight was delayed for a long, long time. I know it was chaos, but this is kind of the layover of my dreams. Aside from... Aside from the thing where in the 70s, terrorists would hijack a plane and then land it and get everyone off and then just blow it up with no one on board. (laughs) Like if that was going to happen on my trip, like that also layover of my dreams. I want to like you in this scenario, you would be losing like uh, clothes and whatever iPad or Dan Brown book you bought. The the blowing up the plane. Yeah. No, they're going to let you take your shit. They're cool terrorists. They, we're talking uh, about the the cool well, Venezuelan they, smoke cigarette smoking kind that wear like leather blazers and yeah, cool, Carlos the Jackal say, types. Those guys don't yeah, want to kill you. They don't want your they iPad. Did, they, they, they didn't always blow up the plane. They usually just flew to Havana. Yeah. And then in that case, you're like, cool, I'm in Havana. Yeah. This rules. Havana, nah, nah, nah. No, your boss can't be fucking mad at you. You're no. like, yeah, I'm in Havana. Perfect. I don't. It's the 70s. It's fucking going to take a while for me to get back. But beyond that, layover of my dreams number two the the big runner-up is having to deboard a plane because someone is being duct taped to their seat well to to be fair who brought the the duct tape this isn't even the first time it's happened this happened to a dude in 2008 too oh wow do they keep duct tape on the plane or did a a passenger an an international handyman was like oh i got just the thing i'm gonna be honest this is the only thing i want to see a flight crew break out duct tape for (laughs) they got one of those old boxes that say it like with a little glass pane and duct tape behind it like break in case of like slow news day or something right right some guy accidentally shoots a hole in the plane and they're like oh i got just the thing you know there, there is video of this 
Oh boy. I don't oh, know if either shit. of them. A duct taping is a long process, so yes, there should be video. We deserve video. And this woman's only crime, her only crime, was trying to open the door of the airplane. Oh, okay. So that is a real threat. And here's the thing. I need more details. Did she have a friend who was out on the on the tarmac? Did she have, you know, a pal, a pal who worked at the airport? No, I don't think think they had taken well yeah i think they had taken off okay and that even worse that's gonna make there's it nothing a little scarier worse. to me in this world than that door on a plane in the sky <laughs> and then Daddy when the some phobias when the flight attendant tried to stop her she punched that flight attendant and then bit her gross holy shit dude at it's which point the the flight crew converged and they were able to restrain her with flex cuffs which is uh, that a thing that's on every flight or was there just an air marshal on board i i feel like the same guy who brought the duct tape would also have uh, you know zip ties you know he's he's fixing things up around the house or was this the Capitol riot flight? And that's why there were Ooh. zip ties. Yeah, it was the guy cuffs. from Kid yeah. Rock's Big Ass Honky Tonk. <laughs> and yeah, the video, it's its exactly what you think it is. It's a woman literally duct taped to her seat, just shouting obscenities at passengers as they walk past oh, her. A- Adam, I got to tell you, I was looking for this video on Twitter and I just type in duct tape plane and it is nothing but pictures of planes that have been jerry rigged with duct tape. Oh, uh, don't yeah, share and, that. No. And there's oh this one. Th- this one says this lady was really putting duct tape on the wing of the plane while we were boarding. And there's a woman <laughs> wrapping duct tape around the wing. No. See, that's it's what I'm fucking... saying. I only want duct tape used for passenger restraint reasons on a plane yeah yeah. oh this is insane everybody go look up on twitter duct tape plane i can't find the video of the woman yet but all the other images are terrifying the notes you monster i'm sorry i've been working all day i sent them last night i know i was sleeping all night you had well you had eight waking hours sir now i'm just surprised that with all of the duct tape in the like that story ends with She's sitting there screaming obscenities at people because if you're gonna duct tape a lady to a chair, if you're gonna duct tape a person to a a threat to a chair, you can't spare one more strip to go over the mouth. That there's there are so few circumstances in life yeah. where you should put duct tape over a person's mouth to silence them. There are very few circumstances. You know, I want to get that right out there. I'm a fe- I believe in feminism, and what I would never a- silence women. Uh, but also, except like, silence this bit, woman, you know. She bit somebody. You well, think, like, she still got her. She still got her weapons. Yeah, you gotta, on, you gotta people. taper, taper jaw shut like a gator. Uh, okay, I said uh, she. Okay, in the the still image that I've just pulled up, she does indeed have her mouth taped shut, and uh, oh, it boy. is. This is every bit as funny as you're imagining. Like, think about what you're right. thinking of, and then look it up, uh-huh. and holy fucking shit, this is hilarious. Can it's all oh in the chat. Uh, uh, I'll, I don't know I, how to do that. I'm dumb. Yeah, I put it in the notes. Danger, come on. I read the articles. I didn't. I didn't click on their links. I read the articles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, when Adam gets exasperated. It's. I know you do. I can tell. Mm-hmm. It's. Yeah. It's. It's an amazing video. It's an amazing moment in aviation history. Aviation? Nope. Aviation history. <laughs> aviation. <laughs> This woman's currently on the American Airlines no-fly list. Is there no justice? Why? 
Yeah. Well, I want to see that? this every time I fly. <laughs> You're our lucky 100th customer. What are you doing You to get me? to apply the duct tape. <laughs> we are duct taping you to your seat. Another incident on Frontier Airlines. Let's talk about it. Uh, if we've learned anything today, avoid Frontier Airlines. This one happened <laughs> on a flight from Philadelphia to Miami and was captured on video by a rapper named Millie Miami. And she was filming when passengers were deboarding the plane and a white passenger got upset because he believed a black passenger was taking too long to retrieve his bag from an overhead bin. Uh, Okay. (laughs) And after a brief argument, uh, the white passenger just up and starts punching this dude in the head. Oh my God. This kicks off another fight between two female passengers, and you can't hear it on the video, but the the person who filmed the incident claims the white guy used the N-word immediately prior to that. I believe that. I'm not going to lie. I buy it. This is a quote from her. You can see this white man on top of the black passenger just beating him between the seats. The flight attendant got involved. The white man's wife got involved. His son, I believe... And his son's girlfriend. Everyone was just involved. <laughs> Fucking Royal Rumble. Involvement. That was a lot of people involved. Yeah, this would be so fun if it wasn't racist. Like, why can't this just be two people of the same ethnic background? Because then, it, then it's just chaos on a plane, as opposed or, to a or probable different, hate crime. Or different ethnic backgrounds. And before he hits him, he's like, I respect who you are as a person, but I'm about to fucking hit you in the face. Listen, yeah, this yeah, has yeah. nothing to do with color, okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I'm punching yeah. you because you're taking too long. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, yeah, shout, shout out to uh, uh, my friend, comedian Danny Jollis, who has a joke. He's like, if you don't have a person of each race that you hate, <laughs> like an individual, then you're racist. He's like, yeah. you have to know enough people of different ethnic backgrounds that you have at least one you don't like. And it's not for that. It's just because they're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I buy into that. (laughs) This is another quote from Millie Miami. Racism, of course. The black passenger had to wait on the plane when he didn't even start it. And the police, while we were walking off the plane, walked right past the person, the white man who actually initiated everything. And hey, that doesn't sound like the police at all. No. But also, in their defense, and I don't say that often, Mm. the police contend that the passenger willingly stayed behind because he wanted to file a police report. And that the, sounds... The person attacking said, I'm going to file no, a report? No, the person who got attacked wanted mm. to file a police report. I see. And that's a possibility also, but sure. they're still yeah. cops, so whatever. Right, right, yeah. Ugh, God, that's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, that. see, that, that's one... I, do, I don't want that, because no. th- there is no worse moment on a flight than that waiting to get off where you're like, just let us jump out onto the concrete, please. Right. Right. I'm an adult. I can dodge a fucking airplane. I'll make it safely. Inflate the tube so I can slide off. Like I've always wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. I hear those are expensive. Uh, Yeah, I bet. But they look like fun. They do look like fun. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a blast. If you, if uh, this is, this is probably, I feel like the statute of limitations on this is passed. Uh, when Uh-oh. I was like, Ooh. when I was, when I was like, I was 12 years old, I stole the, uh, life 
preserver underneath the seat of one of the airplanes and took it put it in my backpack and then we set it off in the woods and it was pretty fucking cool they've got two like you know little <laughs> co2 cartridges like they have in paintball guns and you rip the thing and it's like and that was that was pretty cool so sorry to delta flight whatever 92 from 2000 I yeah, took, I'm surprised I took, there I took wasn't like a sensor that <laughs> you know? went off. But, hey, this is pre 9 11. They didn't they didn't have any of that. Yeah, this that's crazy. <laughs> so let's talk about another epidemic that's happening in the skies all the time, like even before 2021, which is asshole teens. Oh boy, yes, mm-hmm. they're this, an epidemic. This next incident, living proof that just like renting a car, flying is a thing you should not be allowed to do alone until you're 25. <laughs> Minimum, or, maybe like 27, 28. I mean, they've got or, that unaccompanied minors, like uh, my special day visibility vest thing, which, I mean, that always seems uh, fun or cool okay. like in, in a Matilda sense. Here's the so, thing. Yeah. You can fly alone from the ages of like six to 10 and then from like 11 to 26 <laughs> you don't get to fly alone you have to what be accompanied by lame, a res- boring 12 year old like i was and continue to be you have to sit in the cargo hold they put you below deck yeah yeah like a dog mm. yeah rules are rules i'm sorry danger you also couldn't rent a car as a 12 year old is that fair no it's not sometimes life isn't fair so these asshole teens <laughs> here's the problem not only did they delay a flight from north carolina to the bahamas now i feel like that part's important because these are people going on vacation who have paid for a vacation for a specific set of days and these fucking kids delayed this flight overnight and I'm oh. not talking about a flight that took off at 6 p.m. 9.30 a.m., baby. Jesus. Here's here's what happened. The flight was scheduled to leave from North Carolina on Monday, shortly after 9 a.m., but <clears throat> due to a maintenance issue, passengers were deplaned and asked to <laughs> board a different plane. They had to duct tape the wing. <laughs> exactly. So that's delay number one. And while they were still aboard that first plane members of a group of teens who were headed to the bahamas for something their rich parents probably funded were repeatedly approached by crew members for not wearing masks and for just being loud and vulgar i think was one of the words they used and they 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 kept like taking their masks off so eventually the captain decides to deny them the right to board this new plane. And because of this, their luggage had to be removed from the plane. That caused a further delay that necessitated the replacement of crew members who are not permitted to stay on duty after the delay. So now these poor people just trying to go on vacation now have to wait for a new crew to show up. That delay meant that by the time the plane would have landed in the Bahamas, immigration and customs would have been closed. So as a result of that, the flight had to be delayed overnight. I didn't even put this in the notes, but the cruelest twist of all, because that flight had to be delayed overnight, it meant those teens arrived at the Bahamas the same time as everyone else. There was... Oh, God! Everyone was punished equally for these fucking kids... Jesus, dude. ...being dicks on the way to the Bahamas. Look, 
but put him put him down with the dogs in the cages. That's I mean that's what should happen. Honestly, that's, then you could be as rowdy as you want. You can do whatever yeah. you want down there. Yeah, there. Yeah, just a like a, a cargo hold that just holds kids and teens. Yeah, give them give them parkas. Down house. That would that would, that's a win win right there. Yeah. yeah, just like a padded room. Yeah, it'd be like, you know, those like mid 2000s, they tried to do those vodka bars where the whole bar was like negative fucking two degrees and they'd give you those big fur coats to wear. <laughs> it'd be that. You just give them little coats and a little bouncy castle and they go down in the cargo hold. It'd be fun for them, you know? You talk about it. <laughs> those always look like the most uncomfortable shit. Like, why Dude, would I want to go drink? straight vodka in a fucking ice <laughs> castle dude they had one in my hometown in a in a, a town in alabama of like fifty thousand people they had one called bar 51 that was supposed <laughs> to be like area 51 themed and it lasted for like three months and by the time i went there for the first time those coats were so disgusting like, because they were like these fake fur coats like it was supposed to be like this thing but they only had like three of them no. and two two of them had been puked on to the point where they they had to remove them so when i got there there was one ratty disgusting coat and i was like i will not i no we're leaving like this here's, is not a thing here's where they went wrong instead of calling it bar 51 just call it baria 51 like still, yeah, so it there looks like area, but there's a come on. That's that's why I don't own an ice bar. I'd be too yeah. good at it. Also, yeah. the overheads will kill your business. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The overheads being the uh, overhead uh, cooling fans that lower the bar temperature to negative two. Sorry, uh, overheads. That's a Final Fantasy taxes uh, uh, spellcaster class. Oh, yeah. it's called oh. callback in the industry. Oh, yep. see, we were talking Not- about a restaurant that has overhead. So, All right, so let's talk any. about a guy who got punished just for having a good plan. This this next unruly passenger yep, incident. That's me. You're probably wondering what I how I got here. <laughs> this this one happens overseas. Happened on a flight from Jakarta to should have looked this up first. Ternate? Sure. Tornante. I summer. There, in there is only one end. Where are you getting Ternante from? I think that's a <laughs> production it. company responsible for BoJack Horseman. Oh yeah, big, then of course that's man. probably yeah. yeah. He was a man flying from Jakarta to the production company responsible for BoJack Horseman. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the guys identified only as DW. He was uh, trying to fly, even though he had tested positive for COVID. Oh Christ! Oh God! Come on, dude! And to accomplish this, he did what I would argue any of us would do in that situation which is he threw on a niqab and pretended to be his wife and glad you asked as opposed to a hijab which just covers mostly the hair and the head and the breasts a little bit niqab covers pretty much everything but the eyes yeah you've seen them before right right and here's the thing that is a brilliant plan (laughs) please tell me he was like you know six foot 10 or something like that <laughs> doesn't matter what are they gonna do they're not gonna lift that veil to see like that is that's true that yeah. is a huge offense so I like to think he at least had a mask on underneath just like just provide some degree of safety the cop sure is gonna catch some some of the germs that he's voluntarily putting into the tin can for other people to enjoy but uh, okay yeah that he infect other people I'd be really upset if that's how this happened. We this happened very recently, so that has yet to be determined. I mean, it's a long flight from Indonesia to the production of BoJack Horseman, so mm-hmm. you Correct. One has to yeah. assume that's probably like what to Burbank, Jakarta to Burbank. Yeah, be, yeah. Oof. 
That is, and maybe even if they animate in South Korea, that's still a long flight. Yeah, nice. yeah. lay over, lay over to animate in South Korea, and then mm-hmm. on to Burbank to finish the production. It's gonna cough all over Will Arnett. It's not cool. We don't like it. It better not impact Lego Master Season Three. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so the only reason this absolutely foolproof plan did not work is because he gave up like a quitter in the Aww. middle of the flight he got up went to the bathroom took off his getup and then just went back to the seat as a regular a person as as a man with covid as opposed to a woman oh. wearing a niqab dude women wear those for hours at a time <laughs> yeah it's, like you, you just, yeah. just suck it up dude if you're gonna put everybody at risk like follow through yeah you're, you're not <sighs> you're not on the mass singer you don't have a fucking porcupine <laughs> head on. You can survive wearing a veil for a flight if it means getting away with flying with COVID. But he didn't, right, he right. didn't get away. A, a flight attendant was like, oh, you're a man Who now. That's you? that's very interesting. And when they landed, he was met by officials who immediately tested him for COVID. He tested positive, at which point he was forced to go home and isolate, but they are planning to prosecute him after his self-isolation. Oh, God, buddy. You know, get your chicken soup. You'll be okay. But also, your ass is ours. Yeah. So, yeah, what? Uh, that's that's so upsetting that he quit. Because, yeah, what? A, I mean, it's a perfect plan. And, uh, it's also very I don't upsetting know, did... he put those passengers at risk. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. No, that part yeah, sure, sucks. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, no. Yeah. Well, this is like the Bezos thing. I'm just like, we accept that this is horrible and stupid. Now, let's look at the humor element of it. And it's like, <laughs> did you think people were going to, like, you know, cheer or be surprised like you were saying the mass singer like people are gonna and react it like was me right right it was me the whole time and people are like oh a sick guy oh gross and what yeah. did he what did he do with with the niqab did he just like have it slung over his shoulder as he was walking back to his seat probably oh, no i put that on by i i got dressed in the dark i put my wife's clothes on you know how it goes <laughs> I I am still obsessed with the idea that he like plays for the Indonesian basketball team or something and he's just huge. Like so <laughs> something about that seems very funny. Like it doesn't go all the way to his feet. It only goes to like his knees, you know, like he's just really not pulling it off. <laughs> that would be pretty great. But it, respect the uh, holy days. It must yeah, not be yeah. the case because he was he was getting away with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that's it awesome. weren't for those meddling giving up halfway through commit commit yeah he did it to himself oh man all right let's take one last break and then we'll be right back hey everyone jeff may here now you probably know me from such podcasts as unpopular opinion you don't even like sports tom and jeff watch batman and sideshow sideshow well i'm very excited to let you all know that sideshow sideshow is sideshows no more as I have officially moved on to start my very own podcast called Jeff Has Cool Friends. It's true. I do. Now, it'll still have that same long-form interview structure that I accidentally discovered I have a talent for, but with none of the shackles that come with having a podcast at the behest of a company that has to protect its licensing agreements and sales numbers. So please join me at patreon.com slash Jeff May, where I'll be bringing you periodic updates and musings, a show featuring all the coolest people I know, some I might not, and a lot of surprises along the way. 
I'm so, so, so excited to bring you this show that I will own. It's mine. You can't have it. Well, you can listen to it, though. And I can't wait to see where this goes. And I so look forward to you joining me along for this ride. So check me out again at patreon.com slash Jeff May. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening. See you soon. And we're back. So we've we've talked about some some crazy incidents happening in the sky. Uh, let's talk about some craziness related to all of that now. Like how people absolutely will not stop comparing people who enforce mask mandates to Nazis. And the irony here is these are the same people who got mad at us for comparing Trump, an actual Nazi, to Nazis. But now your local neighborhood flight attendant is a Nazi for asking people to put masks on. Yeah, yeah. There, there's an interesting th- phenomenon where people who have never really been asked to bear a burden are being asked to bear a burden in this COVID pandemic. And their response is to say, screw you, I'm an American I have freedom, uh, whatever other convenient fictions roll along, like these these vaccines aren't tested, whatever. Dude, Trump had the vaccine in January or like in like last year when he got yeah. sick from COVID and everybody was worried. And then, oh, he takes it off and he's such a he's so masculine posing for photos on the, the deck of the Rose Garden because he'd be taking off his mask. Like, OK, but also, yeah, no, he had health care. Like, it, dude, you just just bear the burden along with the rest of us for another month or two and get the damn shot. It's not you clearly yeah. I'm 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 bumping up against this with a lot of my family who are like, "Yeah, but uh you know, if it makes you feel better, you know, uh, go for it." It's like, "Dude, I I thought I was going to die. I don't like I had COVID in December, like when I my last day at uh when I was working at the the county of Riverside, my boss letting me know like, "Hey, by the way, we're getting rid of the internship program." We're really sorry. We really we loved you. And I'm wearing my mask. And he's like with with the sentence of like, if you need a reference, like with that, like thing, like he just blew some COVID particles onto me and I kept them for the day. And then I got sick and then I thought I was going to die because it was terrifying. And like just like leaning on my on my window, just trying to breathe over Christmas, over Christmas. And then the rest of my family are like, well. I don't think I'm going to get the vaccine because, you know, it's just so untested. It's like, you don't want to get what I had because I'm an athlete. And it was uh, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel so lucky as far as because almost every I mean, all my family's cool. You know, all my friends are cool. I don't I, you know, and I've Very heard. Uh, yeah. And I've heard, you know, obviously from them, uh, you know, like my my roommate, his mom won't do it. His brother, his dad, both got the damn shot, and his mom won't. And you're just like, God, I, what do you even do with that? Yeah, like you know, you don't want to spend your whole life like screaming at people, but it's like, God damn, like I don't. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm one of the one of the lucky people that just hasn't uh, hasn't really had to deal with that, except for you know, obviously the L.A. comedy scene. But that's that's been stupid, you know. That's been stupid yeah. forever. So <laughs> I don't you know. I don't deal with the L.A. comedy scene. Uh, and my family has been fine. Like they're yeah. everyone's gotten the vaccine. I haven't. But here's the thing: the the way you avoid a lot of that stress is you really limit the number of family members that you talk to, which yeah. Uh, yeah. is uh, for me about four, maybe 
Mm. Yeah. Four, five. Yeah. Mine, mine is like, yeah, my mom and dad, and then they have uh, brothers, you know, my aunts and uncles on my, uh, on my dad's side. And then outside of that, I don't give a fuck. I do have like some really hardcore, like Republican cousins, but they're like the weird Yankee part of my family that I don't really deal with. So, (laughs) you know, they can do whatever they want, but (laughs) they're, they're like Staten Island uh, refugee psychos. So, so the latest to take this bold step in comparing people enforcing mask mandates to Nazis, if you can believe it, is Fox News contributor slash human garbage fire Tommy Lauren. Oh, fuck. Who has never suffered a moment in her life. Right. She called flight attendants who enforce mask mandates Nazis of the air. Oh, cool. As if there weren't Nazis in the air during World War II, you fucking idiot. Yeah, read a book. It's called The Nusswaffe. Yeah, that is how the Nazis won most of their battles, you fucking dipshit. Uh, Also, Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, pulled the same shit recently. She compared mask mandates to the Holocaust, which I don't know how that works, but okay. She apologized, though. Yeah, I don't believe her. Sorry, I'll I'll claim as the Jew in the room, screw you. What? You mean the part where she apologized? No, the part where it's bullshit. She's trotting out this disgusting comparison to one of the worst war crimes in human history. And they're like, oh, yeah, but I just mentioned rhetorically. Screw you. Well, well, pump your brakes, because I was about to add that Mm. she made the exact same claim a few weeks later after apologizing. So (laughs) So she didn't mean it. That's what you're so, yeah, right. right. <sighs> Man, this is yeah. a quote from a Marjorie Taylor Greene tweet. People have a choice. They don't need your medical brown shirts showing up at their door ordering vaccinations. You can't force people to be part of the human experiment. And man, I've never wanted to force someone to be part of a human experiment more in my life. <laughs> yeah. Can you make a candle out of a person? <laughs> dip her in some wax and find out. Ugh. Dude, okay. Do you like our cities? Do you like your police protections? Do you like access to grocery stores? Do you like having enough people who know who you are because you have social media uh, and we're able to get your, let's call it a message out to the world? Uh, Do you like living around other people? Then some degree of your freedom is going to be called into question when there are issues of national safety, when there's issues of public safety. You know what I do? You know, I'm not free to drive 85 miles an hour through a farmer's market. There's a reason for that. Because you know, you're I'm not, not you're not old enough yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you have, have to be, be either you have to be Steve McQueen to do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or you have to be you know in your 80s or something. Yeah. yeah well, that too. Yeah, yeah. It's either an action movie from the 70s or you know you're in your 70s. Or a horrible tragedy. That, yeah, or uh, a tra- unspeakable tragedy that yeah. led to a lot of safety reforms in areas like that. Yeah. Well, Danger made a lot of good points uh, using you know facts, logic, and reason, and that is not how you go about arguing with these people unfortunately that's the worst part and i really am at the point where i think the only way to because you're not gonna ever change any of these people's minds like because they have adopted they're just like being the antithesis of whatever you know whatever they consider like liberalism or whatever is their identity and the fact that all the liberals are like you know you should get a shot so you don't kill people they're just going to be like fuck you because they have you know whatever oppositional defiance disorder whatever you want to call it so the only recourse is to drive these people insane by never taking them seriously like 
literally just yeah. call, you know, don't even like tell them they're a fool. Just do, you know, reel them into some silly game and just infuriate them because that's 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 my thing. I was a notorious, especially before I started doing stand up, notorious with like getting into it with people online and like thinking about what I'm actually arguing and making my points. And now I'm just like, you know, challenging people to like, you know, jello wrestling and, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, you know. That yeah. kind of thing, because fuck, I mean, you know, you're not going to get through to these people. There's no, there's no, no amount no. of of logic that's going to affect them because they're just doing it because it pisses you off. Yeah, you know, that's that's all. That's as far as they've thought that through. Yeah, I just as... love it that the the what is it the fuck your feelings crowd is now coming yeah. back with yeah, but it's my it's my choice. I, I, exa- I need to be able to. I they just want they just want convenience, and they want convenience yeah, yeah. at everyone else's expense. It's like, well, well, if I die, I die. It's like, okay, I mean, and there's no pleasure to be gotten from like seeing like those those tweets with like the four panels of like uh, yeah, June fourteenth. I got ninety nine problems, but a vaccine one. J- June twenty first, you know, f- fuck Biden. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, July twelfth. Oh yeah. So uh, my my I got infected with COVID. And my breathing's gotten worse. And man, this really sucks. July sixteenth. We regret to inform you that uh, our our brother Stephen passed away. It's like yeah, yeah. no, like man. there's no pleasure to be gotten in you that. Took like a long people, way around on that point, didn't you? These people are like ugh, I just I have I, so I, many I, family <laughs> members that I love and that I'm close to. That are still just like digging their heels in because that's what their that's what their propaganda newspaper, the Epic Times, is telling them to do. Yeah, the Epic Times. The Epic are they, Times. Are they Chinese? I <laughs> believe they're funded by a Chinese billionaire. No, I know the newspaper is. I mean, your yeah. family. Oh no, no, they <laughs> what just. What the fuck uh, are they reading that for? I, because the headline when I saw it when I went over there was former Soviet official announces Biden about to introduce CCCP style communism and they take great comfort in reading salaciousness like that. Yeah, sounds yeah. like fun. Because yeah. Fox so, News isn't isn't reality anymore for them. They left that. They're like, no, they're well, not reporting the truth anymore. They should have tuned in when Tommy Lauren had her fucking outburst. It happened during an episode of Fox News's midday roundtable show which I'm sure is a fucking delight, after Fox News co-host Kaylee McEnany suggested that America should be nicer to flight attendants, given how hard COVID hit that sector of the workforce, uh, which I'm surprised that came up on this episode. Uh, Tommy Lauren had some thoughts. This is a quote. I will disagree a little bit with Kaylee on this. I don't honestly ever do this, but I will say there are so many good flight attendants out there, but there are some flight attendants that take their job as the mask police to an extreme, becoming almost Nazis of the air. And again, there were Nazis in the air. They had fucking UFOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, isn't Kaylee McEnany, like, she was Trump's last press secretary. Why is she the reasonable one here? Yeah, who knows? Why is that uh, the reality where it's like Trump's literally Trump's spokesman is like, hey, we should be nicer to people. And then somebody takes takes issue with that. Yeah. Speaking of the reasonable ones, uh, no one on the show reacted to the Nazi comparison at all. Right. right. Well, of course not. Yeah. They just kept on rolling. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm I unfortunately, I think we've reached this point and it happened in. If people remember in like 2016, 
this happened with Trump, where like there was so much bullshit out there that you know liberals, people on the left, whatever you want to say, were like, oh, this is this is fake news. We should call it what it is. And then like the next week, Trump was saying that shit, like ah, oh, fake news, and that became his thing. And you so I think it. right. And so we spent the whole summer rightfully calling fascists fascist, and now they're just using that. It's like because nothing means anything to these right. fucking people. So that's what I'm saying. It's like there's uh, like a really it, good thing where we all agreed from like 2005 until 2016 of like if you use the word nazi in an online argument you've already lost the rhetorical the, you, you, you've already right. dropped the ball you, you do not win the argument if you if you try out the nazi thing and then right. we're like hey uh the things he's saying um uh i know people seem to like it but also there's a lot there's a lot of callbacks to you know uh germany in the 30s so yeah should we be worried about that right, and, right. you're talking about godwin's law and it was never actually the first person to mention hitler loses it was just about the probability that someone will mention hitler the longer an argument goes on and he also during thank you mr internet during trump's rain he himself the guy who came up with godwin's law came out and said doesn't apply to trump ah. that, that when <laughs> yeah when you're comparing well, that... someone who is actually nazi like right right the, the doing nazi shit. godwin's law he actually if i'm not mistaken kind of regretted coming up with that because yeah. it, it like it's a thing people lean on all the time now to get out right. of an argument it's like oh you brought up hitler the argument's over it's like no it's not not if you're hitler yeah well and not just that it also you know kind of made especially like you know edgelord shitheads on message boards become actual nazis because they were they would use that so much as like a cudgel that it was like oh yeah why don't i just be this you know what's the most offensive thing i can do it's like oh let's uh you know let's just lean into this shit if uh yeah i don't know i highly recommend uh feels good man which i was is just that, about uh, to say that yes that's that, that's like yeah. the perfect example of the, that of just the guy who know. who came up with the 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 peppy <sighs> frog cartoon who is a gentle like dude he, he's I, he's a, a little floating angel dude it's so crazy I one of my best friends in the whole world. There's a guy I went to high school with who is an artist and an illustrator, and that guy reminded me so much of my buddy. To where I was just like, man, what? This is like the, the, the craziest thing ever happened to my my buddy Sean. You should mention <laughs> you know, like what, I, I you should I mention related. what it is. You oh, should... it's a it's a documentary. It's called Feels Good yeah. Man, and it uh, is about, about the creator the Pepe, of, the frog of Peppy the Frog. Yeah, yeah, who was just just doing like a fun online cartoon, yeah. and then it turned into some Nazi shit, and it's a about his kind of life and uh, and about how it sort of you know as you might imagine fucking changed his life forever where he's like i didn't mean this yeah, to yeah, happen yeah. and then it, it just yeah so basically imagine the craziest thing you've ever heard happened to the nicest guy on earth and yeah. you're just like fuck he, you just feel so bad he's for that such guy a sweetheart and, yeah. and it is like a it, it is a frankenstein's monster situation where it's like yep I made like the the comic is literally like, hey, you take your you pull your pants all the way down to pee, and the, he's the little little frog dude says, feels good, man, and that's the that's comic, it. That's and it. it's adorable. And then like the shittiest people on the internet took that image of the frog and then used it to like mock people whenever they expressed an emotion. Yeah, and then they yep. just turned that into a meme army. And then like halfway no, I, through, it's like, we memed a guy into the White House. Yep, yep. Yeah, I so, watched so, that. I w oh, sorry. Well, I'm just saying we should probably get back to. Yes, yes. Like, I, I just wanted you to it's tell relevant, people it was a Mr. documentary. Brown. It's a very good documentary. 
it, it, it it's beautiful i don't know it's it's alarming it's very good so the tsa is also getting a lot of beautiful abuse and alarming. from passengers and customers which has led to the awesome development that uh, the TSA is reinstating a thing that I didn't know existed, which is uh, optional hand-to-hand combat training (laughs) for TSA agents and flight crews. In a recent statement titled TSA, this is the title of the statement, TSA reminds passengers to remain calm and respectful at security checkpoints. And in that memo that basically kicks off with a warning, (laughs) <laughs> Once you read it like that, that title is a warning when you read the body of the message, which is, hey, we're teaching these motherfuckers karate if you don't calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The message is, I know Kung Fu. And, prov- <laughs> and providing, and I have the legal authority to use Kung Fu. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. I now want to see this. Just a fucking guy, like you know, guy pisses off the TSA guy, and he just rips his shirt off, and he's got he's already got the scratches on his chest, like Bruce Lee, and he's just fucking ready yeah. to go. In the shape of wings. You just get yes. Jason yes. borned by a flight attendant because you asked for a Bloody Mary too aggressively. Yeah, yeah. He gives you a tombstone pile driver in the aisle. <laughs> what do you mean he? I want to see a woman do it. To some Either dude. way. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, she does a fucking yeah, a, a crossbody off the <laughs> off the seats. Just Not that men down. can't be flight attendants, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch there's a bunch of rowdy people in the aisle, and she goes up top like like Rey Mysterio and just jumps on all of them. <laughs> so these these self defense classes were apparently a thing previously, but they were suspended because of COVID, and now Good because. Plan, yes. Because we can't fucking calm down in the sky. They're like, all right, we're bringing karate back. These are <laughs> their four hour classes conducted by federal air marshals. And this is a quote during the training, flight crew members learn to identify and deter potential threats and, if needed, apply the self defense techniques against <laughs> attackers into their bones. The yeah. program specializes in hand to hand combat. For a crowded, pressurized aircraft. What does that mean? It means they, it's a very specific arena. Yeah, they, they teach you how to do a sit-out powerbomb onto the drink cart. <laughs> and I mean, some of it's got to be like, is he standing close to the seat? Push him. Use the seat, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine getting pushed over a plane seat with those narrow aisles. You might break Ooh, your legs. Yeah, the little the belt buckle poking up in your tongue. That's what I want to see a flight attendant do. I want to see a 93-pound female flight attendant break an unruly passenger's legs with an expertly timed push against the seat. (laughs) And then just for funsies, they drag him to the bathroom and slam his head with the door. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the drink service is about to resume. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the drink service is about to resume. And also, are you ready to rumble? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the drink service is about to beat some ass. <laughs> and they just start smashing into him with the two carts. Oh, I mean, I, you it's obvious I don't know anything about karate, so I'm just turning this into professional wrestling. But, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want to see. <laughs> so the last thing that I want to talk about, as much as I want to keep talking about flight attendants doing martial arts and i don't know why i'm assuming it's martial arts it could be like gold gloves boxing who knows it yeah could be teaching i mean i them think anything 
we're writing a sketch here is what we're doing. Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. should be martial. Like if I went into that training and it wasn't martial arts, if it was just like, hey, grab the coffee pot and hit him over the head. I'd be like, oh, come on. I want to do a flip kick or something. <laughs> yeah. Do the triangle or some sort of submission move. Yeah. As, sure. as, a, as a martial artist, I suspect there's a lot of pushing you back down into the sea and yeah, getting some... people off their balance. If you can get, if you can like sort of straight arm someone's chin so that they're leaning over. I mean, it would be very inconvenient for the people behind, but yeah. they're not going to be able to do as much damage. And then maybe we can get that, te- we can get that duct tape out. I mean, I'm no, I'm no martial artist like you, mm, but I did mm-hmm. suggest that exact same thing like two minutes ago. Yeah, but not with a straight arm. Like I demonstrated. Like yeah, this is an audio yeah. medium. So, so there's that. So this last thing I want to talk about, we we sort of touched on it already. Airlines have asked the Department of Justice to intervene in these situations because the TSA and the FAA can levy fines against people who act up on planes, but they don't have the authority to press charges. So now they're asking the DOJ to do that. Specifically, they want people put in prison. In a letter addressed to Attorney General Merrick Garland, 10 groups that represent major airlines and employees called out a substantial increase in and growing escalation of Passengers' unruly and disruptive behavior on board aircraft, particularly toward crew members, which I did not know was just one word until researching this episode. The associations recommend that the DOJ prosecute anyone who assaults or intimidates flight crews, which apparently is punishable by up to 20 years in jail. Yikes. They also want those prosecutions to be publicized as a warning to others. They should do the thing they do with like drunk drivers or dudes who get caught in prostitution stings and just put them on the local police department's Facebook page. Yeah, put them on the mug shots. I, yeah. I'm very shocked that they're like not this. This just seems like this would have been like Patriot Act shit. Like step one. Kind of. Right? Yeah. After 9-11, it's like, don't start shit on an airplane. We don't have a good track record of people starting shit on an airplane. It ends bad. Yeah, you would think because especially after 9-11, there was that thing you'd see in movies all the time where someone would say bomb on an airplane. Yeah. And then they're getting interrogated for six hours by the TSA. Right, right. I, I I don't necessarily even think that's like the correct punishment necessarily i just figured that was the way it was and everyone assumed yeah, yeah. that you know like this I, whole time you could have been punching people on planes exactly and what I just mean. be like well if you don't get my name then you won't have to charge me right like i figured no if you started if you started shit on an airplane you just went to guantanamo bay i just assumed that because that's been <laughs> our thing right like Flight to, diverts there yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't. It goes to Cuba, but not fun Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'd be fine with people who pull his shit going to prison. Like the 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 list of people I'd be fine going to prison just grows day after day. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The American justice system is a fucking nightmare. Our prison system needs to be reformed. It's basically uh legal slavery sort of but uh while it's here i would like to make some exchanges in terms of what groups Uh, are there now and who we could potentially replace them with yeah like uh, people in prison for marijuana offenses let's get them out Mm -hmm. 
and uh, fill those beds with unruly airline passengers. Yeah, well, let's fill them with people who are playing Florida Georgia Line on their phone with no headphones. Correct. That's, Whether they're on airplanes to, or not. Or you buses. go to jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you are no longer fit for society, and you must at least go to jail uh, to, uh, you know, to uh, unlearn what you have learned. And you're really not. If you're listening to music on your cell phone speaker in public, you know you're an asshole. Like, you yeah. know it. You're not going to yeah, listen. Yeah. But if you bite a flight attendant and then you and then you get a a small fine. Mm, yeah. Not good enough. Yeah. Not good yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, maybe the maybe the Department of Justice will step let, in. Let, let's get oh, that woman law, who was law arrested order for uh, Let's get that lady who was arrested for voting because she didn't she didn't realize that she as a as as a, a previously incarcerated person she couldn't vote. Uh let's get her out of prison. And put in duct tape biting lady number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Punch, assault is assault in the sky, in the sea, under the sea. If you're punching a little mermaid, that still sucks. And on the land, like, w- w- whatever you're doing, it should still be punishable. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm just like, I'm still just like trying to wrap my head around a person who, when they're traveling, they're just like mad about, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, getting that pissed off to the point where you're doing something like, anytime I'm, sucks. it sucks. And you suck. just get a fucking iPad, put some Netflix on it and just put your head down yeah. and just fucking We're deal with it. Jesus. Some drugs yeah. ahead of time, like a fucking adult, Perfect. like a normal person. Yeah. And if you don't have access to, uh, you know, a giant bag of Wellbutrin, then you can, uh, you know, get, get, uh, do what I do and get uh Benadryl and a little shot of Jack Daniels before you get on the plane. That'll do it. Rivers calling back to a conversation that happened when we were on break. <laughs> Oh, they don't know that. Uh, they just I know, thought it was a... so they'll hear the Wellbutrin thing and be like, "What travels <laughs> with Wellbutrin?" They just thought it was a zany reference from a <laughs> un, from a from a, uh, a comedian in Hollywood. So I I think that's an episode. We did it. We Feels made like it. Uh, Do we have a moral? The moral is if yeah, don't if... be an asshole. The yeah. moral is chill out. Jesus, chill the fuck out. <laughs> The, the maximum amount of aggression I'm willing to accept toward flight attendants is the replacement song, Waitress in the Sky. Yeah. That's as far as it can go. I'm sorry. I'll have to look that up. It's a very, it's a very oh. good song, but it's Paul Westerberg basically being one of these people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Verbally. Wait, so you're gonna, if, if you're going to do it through song, that's sure. fine. Yeah. 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 Go home yeah. and write a song about how they made you put a mask on. Yeah. Don't and do it's, this. It's, and it's one of their kind of country tinge numbers. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Clapton's so, going to fucking clap. <laughs> Who saw that coming? I saw Clapton no. being an anti-masker. He's also a huge racist. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Well, I never paid attention to him. So. Yeah. I, just hearing also, that in the news, I'm like, come on. Also, like, ten different kinds of overrated as a musician. But it's fine. It's fine. Uh, do we have anything to plug besides the replacements are great and Clapton sucks? Uh, Patreon.com slash unpops, unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. we got a bunch of different subscription options that uh, you can uh, use to subscribe to the network. I obviously didn't write this part down. Uh, and uh, also thinking of maybe doing some shows around september mm. with andy sell and travis Ooh. clark Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but that's that's not set in stone yet we got a new shirt coming out uh for conspiracy the show very cool it looks like a redacted document uh we're gonna pre-sell those those will be up soon and uh you know 
I just wanted to get my plugs out of the way before what I'm expecting are going to be two very long rounds of plugs. <laughs> Rivers, you go first. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley, and you can check out my podcast. It's called The Goods from the Woods. We did 150 episodes during the pandemic, uh, so I believe our audience is still digesting those like a snake that's eaten a rabbit, uh, and we'll be coming back with new episodes in August. I've already recorded a couple. Uh, it's, those are in the can. They'll be coming out soon, uh, but uh, we've got a best of part two coming up. Uh, best of the Corona Diaries part one is up now. We we had a uh, uh, special guest, Ray Liotta, uh, was our <laughs> was our uh, uh, co-host on that. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have part two coming up soon. And in the meantime, you can check me out at Wrestling Pro Wrestling, which is coming back to the Burbank Moose Lodge on July 30th. Uh, yeah, that show is, uh, I think there's still tickets available. Just go to Facebook.com slash Wrestling Pro Wrestling or at Wrestling PW on Twitter to find tickets. That is the craziest show you will ever see. We have uh, Loch Ness Monster fighting Sasquatch. We have a gigantic uh, box of Chinese takeout food fighting uh, ver <laughs> various cheeses, uh, as, as well as some of the legitimately some of the best independent pro professional wrestling that Southern California has to offer. Wrestling Pro Wrestling, Burbank Moose Lodge, July 30th. The show starts at 8. Buy those tickets now! That sounds really Oof. good. I really want to see the show. It's fucking rad. And if you just want to sample youtube.com slash wrestling pro wrestling, uh, you can see all the, the shows, the previous shows. I've been doing that for three years. My pitch for this show, by the way, uh, I, I haven't heard with, that yet. Well, no, no, I was just, uh, this is a quick one. I, the, <laughs> so the, the mastermind behind the show, uh, Brian Kendrick, uh, is a producer and a wrestler at WWE currently. Wow. And so he works for Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon is not a guy who tolerates yeah, competition. He does not tolerate competition of any kind. Uh, Brian came to Vince and pitched him the show, and he was like, so is it cool if we do it? And Vince was like, I don't give a fuck. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Uh, so that's the show. It's the show that Vince McMahon was like, this is not what I do. It is not. A, it is of no threat to me. Do your weird show at, at the Moose Lodge. <laughs> Danger. What do you have to plug? Uh, well, I mean, I, I feel like I want to hear more about River's uh, show here. Like, it's fascinating. I'm into it. But in the sake of time, uh, patreon.com slash countless thousands. We're writing a punk rock musical. Uh, I mean, eventually we'll write the punk rock musical. Mostly we're just putting out really, really good shit. Uh, Adam's going to be playing uh, our most recent banger called Special Treat All Day which features my two-year-old daughter on vocals uh, singing about how she wants a special treat and that the special treat must be all day because she's cute and it's and she's two and it's a really good song that I'm very proud of. We also just got uh, um, our books. We, uh, we wrote... Um, I, I wrote a song and a book called Murder Assassins from the Future uh, and my wife illustrated it. It's incredible. Um, it's about, like... People talk about, like, oh, would you go back in time to, to, to kill baby Hitler? Sort of my book looks at the other angle of that of like, what if a time traveler would shows you go up back in, in time to be baby Hitler? <laughs> time traveler <laughs> shows up and be like, I have to kill your baby. And, like, and we're like, what the f what are you talking about? And it's a lovely romp. Uh, those are on sale. Uh, countlessthousands.com slash assassins. Uh, we do the way patreon.com slash countlessthousands. It's very good. And then Adam, uh, I believe we're debuting 
special treat all day at the end of this very episode, and I, I, I can't wait for people to hear it because I am so proud of this song. And then also, yes, we will be hopefully having shows real soon. We got uh, uh, we, we, we are currently training up a new drummer. Very excited about that. Um, uh, I'm learning how to play bass a little bit better because uh, poor Davey is, is he's he's in another city at present. We don't know. Can what's I give happening. you some advice? Sure. Slap it a bass. Oh, I got some hybrid picking thing that I got going. I use a pick and the fingers at the same time because Ooh. yeah, Rivers knows what I'm talking about. I'm actually better than I, I seem at bass. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, too. Mustang bass, boom, seafoam green. It's Ooh, awesome. Yeah. It's very good. But yeah. Countless thousands is great. Also, everybody register to vote because. All right. Uh, All right. I think that's an episode. Let's say goodbye to everyone who's still listening. Rivers, say goodbye. Goodbye. Danger, say goodbye. Goodbye. And goodbye to Adam uh, uh, not being uh, a married man because now it's hello to (laughs) What are you talking about? I couldn't tie that in. I'm just so happy for you. I lo- your marriage is so cute to me. Like, your relationship is, is wonderful. I love you two together. It's beautiful. We love you, too. Aww. <laughs> and hey, goodbye, everybody. We love you.
too much? It's too much. 